afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, your comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I am classic, Pat Francis. And I am the all-new Gary Lucy. Pat, how's it going today? It's going good, Gary, but I'm, I'm about to hijack the format! Oh, I'm excited about it. You know, I came in, I'm excited, I'm pumped, I have, uh, we have a special guest, I have like a lot of things to say, and you are like me times two, you are hyped up this morning. That's because I hijacked the format! <laughs> okay, bef- before we do there, uh, can I get to a couple pieces of, of uh, new business? Before I tell what the topic is for the new format! Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, this is uh, uh, just a couple quick things, a uh, quick round of, hey, what's that song? Um, have you seen the ads for the movie uh, Wanderlust? Yes. David Wayne movie. Dying to see it. Can't wait to see it. Role Models, my favorite comedy of the, of the uh, 2000s. And that was a good year I for comedy. I love Role Models. So funny. It's got Kiss in there. So, yeah. Oh, man. It's all about Kiss. So, uh, <laughs> the love gun is... Anyway. The, um, the, uh, so, uh, the commercial for Wanderlust has this uh, good song in there. I'm like, oh, uh, Matt, why don't you hit that uh, track? It's called Hello. Mm-hmm. We can hear you just uh, needle drop it anywhere because it... Uh, uh, well, <laughs> all right. And I'm like, yeah, this is a pretty cool song. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go out of my way and try and... Uh... <laughs> Everyone's getting blasted out, but... I'm going to go and uh, maybe give these guys a little shout-out on uh, Rock Solid. Give them the Rock Solid bump. And what's the band called? The band is called um, Martin Selvig and Dragonette. And uh, the track is called Hello. And I went and looked it up on YouTube. 16 million views. Wow. Those are some Lana Del Rey numbers. Boy, so, if, if, if that many people go see this movie this weekend, it's going to be a blockbuster. <laughs> it's going to be a blockbuster. But it just goes to show, like, how did I miss this? Why everyone's out somewhere listening to this except for me? You know, maybe? Anyway. So, so that's Hello. If you listen to Kiss FM like I do, you would have known about this song at least a year ago. <laughs> oh, really? See, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's your mistake. So, so there, there's, there's, there's a place. There's, like, you go to this Kiss FM. Yeah. No, wait, is that on? Now, every what, once in a while. What is Kiss start. FM? Where would I hear that? It's 102.7. What's that? What's 102.7? That's a radio station. A radio FM station? <laughs> on, your, on your dial. Do I have to buy one of these radios? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's probably in your car. Check in your car. See if you have I have one. no idea. Like in the, in the I have somewhere. a CD player in my car. Yeah, and this is the guy that produced a bunch of tracks on Madonna's new album. Yes. So that's, uh, so anyway, I felt really And we like that new Madonna song. And I think I pay attention, but I don't pay attention, apparently. But uh, mm-hmm. I am paying attention to this. This Tuesday, it's a new Magnetic Fields album. And Ooh. I thought we'd just get a little taste of that. Let's uh, hear it. This is, uh, this is their uh, new hit single, Andrew and Drag. Hit single? Well, <laughs> hit? Wishful thinking. But uh, listen, this sounds pretty good. It's always big news when there's new Magnetic Fields album. It only happens every couple, three years. Magnetic Field, where are they from, Gary? Uh, Becky's. This is about a gay guy who loves a girl who dresses like a guy. Yeah, no, I, I think I heard that wait, song. Wait, 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 you can't talk yet. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't introduce you yet. But I have to mention the fact the last time I heard that song, Molly Ringwald was sitting at a kitchen table with a cake in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody. Uh, Mike Schmidt, the forty-year-old boy, yeah! is our guest t- uh, today <laughs> because I've I've pulled the rug out from under from under uh, 
uh, hipster Gary, <laughs> and the entire show today is going to be dedicated to the career of Van Halen. Right? No, so we're just going to well, talk about the new Van Halen album, right? That's and the, the new Van Halen album, and maybe some classic Van Halen, and, and some not-so-classic Sammy Hagar Van Halen, and maybe some <laughs> stinkaroo Gary Sharon Van Halen. How about some Magnetic Fields Van Halen? Magnetic <laughs> Fields. Who's their lead singer? Put him in Van Halen. Uh, let's do a quick history of Van Halen, because like Mike said, Mike, what was your joke before we recorded? Uh, I don't recall the fifth member of the uh, fifth Van member of oh, the fifth, <laughs> he said he was going to do the history of the band yeah and I said because that's one thing people need to be reminded they of do. is the history of the band the fifth <laughs> member of Van Halen at this point is a dead horse <laughs> <laughs> still a good joke uh, <laughs> here's my quick history of Van Halen 34 years of recorded history 12 studio albums one not so great live album 134 songs nine cover tunes 14 instrumentals three singers two reunion tours Van Halen not so great live album is generous well the worst perhaps the worst live album ever it's recorded. bad according to sammy's book uh they recorded a live album and then um michael and uh, not michael uh the, the eddie because michael's not allowed to do anything <laughs> uh, eddie and alex went in and re-recorded the whole live album and played it at a faster tempo so then they called sammy and go hey man you gotta come and re-sing this whole live album and sammy's like that's not a live album you gotta come sing it so sammy spent three and a half hours in the studio just recording the whole album front to back and so that's not really a live album you hear that that they you know and you think man who would ever fucking do that oh, is there swearing i'm sorry i don't know yeah you can swear oh, okay and you know who would do it is coke freak musicians who have nothing <laughs> yeah. no other music written yep so they're like well let's let's redo that whole live, live album, album dude wouldn't that be a good idea and they spent like you know hours in the studio just, just meticulously matching it all oh, that's a grim but not even matching it they played it faster <laughs> can i blow your minds right now this is gonna enrage what's both up? of you what's gonna happen that is the only Van Halen album I've ever purchased in my life. What? Oh, I'm amazed. Put and money down and. What's weird to me is that you've proved, you purchased proved, a Van Halen album. A, a Van Halen album, yeah. however you said it. <laughs> well, that's how I pronounce it. Van Halen. <laughs> my mind is blown. There's no doubt. <laughs> and I listened to it all summer. I was painting houses one summer, and I just listened to that all summer. That's actually a worthy by. soundtrack for something like that. Yes. Yes. Painting it houses feels right. right? I think, yeah. I think right here, right now, that live album that is the album of House Painters. Yeah. <laughs> and I love they named it right here, right now when they went in and re-recorded the entire album note for note it's, an, it's ironic it's genius yeah. yeah well you know what now i'm starting to like this album yeah hold on i come around and yet it's in my collection i'm like maybe i should get rid of this i'm like well, no one's gonna want this man nah, it stays in the collection uh when it comes up on the shelf like on my on my point and the thing is i have you know i've got 85 gigs of music sometimes on yeah. shuffle and even then i love van halen's it for me and the song comes up i hit, hit jump it. immediately oh, i don't care no. go to a tv tune no pun intended song. right none at all jump a, jump a jump <laughs> So, uh, Gary, I don't know if I filled Gary in. We're gonna uh, we're gonna touch on the uh, the original era of Van Halen first. But Gary, you don't have any you don't have any um, clips for that era, right? No, I don't. But I just figured, yeah, no, I'm 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 ready. You can jump in. You can comment on what <laughs> yeah. we're gonna play. Well, I know you're the new. You like the new stuff. That's sure. you. But uh, did you have a background at all in this kind of music, Van yeah. Halen, growing up or I'm, anything? I'm He's a Kiss fan. Yeah, I like Kiss, and I, I remember like yeah, very specifically the first time I heard Van Halen was at. Uh, the uh, John Muir Junior High Talent Show, where four uh, stoner kids uh, got together. Did they enter? Lip sync. Uh, <laughs> oh. Van Halen entered. They <laughs> oh, <laughs> had to crush everybody. Second place. What the? <laughs> yeah, this girl plays piano. She's really good. <laughs> but um, the, uh, yeah, some four stoner kids uh, uh, lip sync Running with the Devil. And um, which uh, it was, it was like, oh man, this is, this is good and dangerous. 
It's did fun. you did you feel that way really? Like yeah. did you because I mean uh, uh you know I know how I felt when I the first time I ever heard it and you where, know, where 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 were you the first time you heard it? Well, when I was a little kid, I honestly I was drawing the logo on my folder before I even heard the music. You know what I mean? It was like something I saw in before seventh they grade. were even a band. I just took a few <laughs> and put some wings on it. Well, I had a friend named Von Holland, and uh, <laughs> my dad used to wear Van Usen shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and so I remember the logo first before anything, and then uh, and then wound up getting the vinyl album of. Right. of uh, I think I got no, I got one before I got two. Yeah, and then here usually it, how you know. I'm but, well, no, because I know you got I know, two I first. Got two first. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I and I sat there and just uh, transfixed by it and had not heard anything because I was into Kiss heavy at that time. So and Kiss was very you know three chords and straightforward and three minutes and then you hear eruption and you're like what the fuck just happened what was that and uh, and it changed everything for me and so and uh, just, that's how a lot of kids got into nazism <laughs> draw the logo and then they hear about the thing. just so you know that's how i roll i get to second base first then i kiss the girl Whoa. So that's, but the first time i heard van halen it was uh it was running with the devil mm-hmm. it was uh, i was in ninth grade and uh they, they would play music in the morning over the pa some uh some popular kids got that job, and um, <laughs> and it was uh, I heard and I was like, "What the hell is this?" And I thought it was Kiss. I'm like, "I think this is Kiss. <laughs> this is new Kiss music." But I was sadly wrong. But but, the, uh, but Kiss had the tenuous connection to, they did. to what you heard. They did. Gene yeah. Simmons, uh, I discovered them. <laughs> I may, I taught Eddie to play. <laughs> okay, Gene. <laughs> um, so anyway, Mike, I'm going to let you go first with uh, playing uh, a clip that you love from Van Halen. And I have your, uh, I think I have your list. Do you remember what your list was? I do, yeah, but I don't know if you, what order you put them in. Do I have to I, I put them in, I put them in chronological, like from the... Uh, oh, okay. Um, well, I... Uh, you can play whatever you want. <laughs> Matt, Matt's right there. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I, I... All right, Pat approached me and he said, dude, you need your six, uh, pick your six best iconic Van Halen Couldn't songs. Couldn't do it. Sent me seven. Well, I, well, but even, and even so, those aren't my favorite song songs. I tried to pick moments right. uh, that everybody would kind of know, but would also, uh, th- that still could also bring them along and, and, and let them know a little right. bit more about Van Halen. And I, I think, if I went chronologically, is uh, is Jamie's crying? Is it <laughs> uh, I think that's the first yeah. one. All right, and that's on Van Halen 1. And then Van Halen um you know, everybody hears, like you said, you heard "Running with the Devil," uh, and everybody hears those songs, and they're and you really got me. And those are songs that are identified with Van Halen. I don't care if I ever hear those ever again. Right. I don't. I, when I go live, I don't want to hear those. Uh, I want to hear a song like "Jamie's Crying," which is an original by them. And uh, I picked the open to about the the fifty second mark because it. I think this really gets to who Van Halen was on the opening album because it wasn't just sludge, heavy, like Black Sabbath type rock or Kiss straightforward. It's a. Uh, it's got like almost like a rumba thing happening and uh, and dave sounds great and that you hear the vocal like in the background and it's got everything that's great about van halen it's got uh it's got a beat it's got dave and it's got uh just the amazing background vocals and i i uh i think you're gonna like it My 
My favorite part about that song is when she gets paid to do the wild thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a second. <laughs> Eddie got paid every time they did the wild <laughs> yeah, thing after that. They better be getting paid for that. Uh, well, I went for uh, my first song because I went in chronological order, too. It's, uh, it's not one of the ones Mike said he can do without listening to. And I love this tune is uh, Feel Your Love Tonight. Great choice. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, okay, date rape. Then <laughs> he's bragging about it. There's the trademark background vocals. Now, I'm going to say that when um, I didn't realize this until I was trying to pick clips and trying to pick 30 seconds, 35 seconds of what I felt was a good part of the song. With Van Halen, it's really tough. Yes. Because you get a nice big guitar intro at the beginning, you get a solo in the middle, you get a chorus, you get some cool lyrics, and especially when we get to the new album, it was really hard to find the quintessential part of the song. So it's yeah, dense. I, with some of the stuff that I picked, you, you'll hear. Uh, I picked some stuff that's just Eddie. Yeah, and then I, it's really hard to find a, a, a small chunk that's everything you wanted. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Which is a it, which is um, a, a testament to the band. Yeah, and, and also because the, the opens, like even if you want to go from the open of a song and and go, well, I'll just take the open and it should get. Eddie sometimes plays 40 seconds yeah. up top. You know what I mean? Your clips are 30 to, to 45 right. seconds. So, uh, it, and I've got some that are just Eddie's guitar. Yeah. But, but man, it's, it's really hard, at least for, for me especially, because I, I love all of it. Mike, real quick, before we continue, are you feeling okay? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm okay. Why? Are you sure? I think so. What's Do, up? Does anyone need to get you a doctor? <laughs> oh, are we moving on to my clip? Now, I picked this clip because I was sitting at home for one of the first times I ever heard the album. With a and fever. Me and my friend Rich Balsit is listening on headphones to the solo, and coming up, there's a thing where we both of us jumped out of our chair and went, what the fuck was that? So the, the applause is awesome. Okay. Listen here at the end of this. Is that it? Right here, coming up. Whoa! Two twelve-year-olds with giant <laughs> headphones on, going, "What? What? What was that?" Rich <laughs> drops his bass. So, were you guys sharing headphones? <laughs> or were you both plugged in? No, we, we were busy holding each other's cocks while we were. <laughs> we couldn't share the headphones, but yeah. So, we'll be uh, fi- I found out later how he does that because again, because that's the thing is, Rich was a huge musician, so we would he would try to do stuff that yeah. Eddie could do, and uh, and all it is is he's um, he's muting. The strings with his right hand, his index finger in his right hand, and he's pulling off on the strings with the left hand. Sounds like you and your friend were pulling off as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then he moves the he moves the finger up like like it's that. So I don't even uh, want to know what was going on with you two pulling off and your friend moving his cock up the fretboard. <laughs> That's from Van Halen too. And again, there we play. We didn't even hear any. Vo- we didn't hear any vocal in there. But but it, and that was still, amazing. But it still captured essential band because yeah. it's Eddie solo and then that the fun stuff of them clapping and stuff in the studio for the solo. Yep. And then Dave with the woo woo which is, I mean, it's just, it all yeah. comes together for them. So, I was going to, um, 
I, I will literally I will wear glasses and a mortarboard talking about these fucking guys. You know that <laughs> this is the time to do it. <laughs> I uh, I was going to play uh, "Dance the Night Away," but uh, just because I think it's a fantastic song. It is. And that's quintessential one that, cowbell song. Yeah, and that's one that I I still want them to play live. Have you done that episode, of quintessential cowbell? No, episode? that's good. I'm gonna Holy write God, it down. You write do it that. down. That's um, a great job. Yeah. But we're gonna do. We'll jump by, by that because Mike had such a good example for Van Halen too. And let's go to uh, "Women and Children" first. Uh, this is in a simple rhyme. Oh yeah, yeah. Because this. <laughs> This is That would be what I would call it. That would be just a deep album cut from Van Halen. That's, if there is a, such a thing. That's a great one. That's and a I great think, one. I think uh, Women and Children First uh, was probably the heaviest Van Halen album up to that point. Do you think out of the, out of those three to that point? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, Van Halen Two and, and Van Halen One were each cut in like a day, yeah. like two days. They went in and live recorded virtually everything. And uh, and Women and Children First, they actually took their time. I think a little bit on it. They were being chased too. A lot of people. <laughs> they're, on, they're on the run. Well, from the devil. <laughs> like the yeah. <laughs> it was like the A team. Mike, would you say that like uh, this is like a tired analogy? But it sounds to me like like um, when you heard Van Halen, it was kind of like that Wizard of Oz thing when you open the door and like suddenly the world's technicolor. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, di- I didn't. I've never done drugs. Uh huh. Okay. Like I, I've smoked. <laughs> okay. Literally, I've smoked pot like three times in my life. But but uh, but it was that kind of thing where you. It was so different from anything I had heard because I was growing. You know, I'm listening to my mom's music. My mom loved Elvis. And then when I it was like when I heard Kiss and saw Kiss for the first time, that was the weird electrical moment. Uh, and then Van Halen took me even further past that when I heard it. Absolutely, it changed everything for me. It's kind of like, yeah, it just like knocks down the doors of like what's possible in the world. Like, well, if this, then what? You That's know? funny, yeah. And and, yeah. Uh, and then you still hear other bands as you evolve, you know what I mean? You, you hear you know UFO back then mm-hmm. or ACDC, and then you hear Journey, and you're like, ah. Right. But it always gets back to the one that did it for you, and Van Halen was always the one that did it for me, and still to this day. Well, I mean, you can like other bands. You know, it's like Van Halen's not a hair band. Right. They're like, they're like... They invented they're like, it almost. They're, they're like, yeah, they're like, yeah, they invented a, a, a style and a type of guitar playing that all these other people picked up on, and it's, you know, it's well, they, they were they're patient zero for the Sunset Strip of the eighties, right, you know right. what I mean? For Poison and Motley Crue and yeah. Rat and all those bands wanted to be Van Halen, and then they actually, you know, they did what they could with right. their the ability they had, and then it became a thing, and then everybody started right. to copy them, and it, it you know, fucking incestualized itself. In retrospect, I mean, those bands aren't even close, right? And uh, I mean, it's still fun to listen to Poison mm-hmm. or Warrant or Cinderella, but you don't you don't. Go up to people and go, yeah, man, I love Cinderella. But you will say Van Halen. Well, well be, Pat, the way you would say you, you do. But. <laughs> well, but you, you would, Have we you, met? You know, I'm sorry. I don't know. You, you would. You, you're proud to say Van Halen the way you would be proud to when say Led Zeppelin or Black Sabbath or Aerosmith. And or, there's one reason because they're good, Eddie. Eddie, no, no I'm I not was, even kidding. It's Eddie. It's I would like, disagree. I think it's all about Dave. I mean, I mean, as 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 innovative as as Eddie is, Dave is like. He's got a lot on his mind. He's like a, he's, an, he's an intellectual guy. <laughs> and he'll tell you about it. He pre- preaches like the, like a hedonistic lifestyle, and that's what like all the other hair bands took took away from it. Right? Like you know, party. But he, to, to him, it's like it's almost a ph- philosophy. You know, that's a really good way to look at it because yeah. the hair bands mm-hmm. are you. They took Dave. 
Right. But the reason we're still talking about uh-huh. Van Halen is Eddie. Okay. So okay. The, enough, yeah. the, the hair bands came mm-hmm. about because they always saw Dave and the party and the Jack Daniels and the woohoo. Right. And, you know, look at all the people here tonight. And uh, but the reason we're still to this day, uh, you know, romanticizing right. Van Halen, looking at it that way, because you know what, swagger ages. It's still there, right. but it's still it gets a little rusty. It gets a little corny, and you can go, ah, well, right. you know, you look back on it fondly to what it used to be, and then you see it glimmers of it now. If right. only there was Eddie a way to f- fucking pocket. And meanwhile, still. if only there, there was a way to isolate the variable and see what Van Halen was like with a different singer. <laughs> well, <laughs> we, might, we might have to do that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll but, see and it's so funny because uh, you know a Brett Michaels and a, and, a, and, a, and a Vince Neil and all these guys they think they were taking from Dave. But they really weren't, because those guys then ended up uh, g- going to jail and beating their wives and, and dying and coming back. And yeah. Dave is taking his money and traveling the world and and expanding his mind and yeah. climbing some mountains and doing some things. Buying some overalls. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> buying some overalls. Um, and some high kicks. Yeah. High kicks. Mike, uh, you got a clip for us from Fair Warning? Uh, well, I had a Women and Children First clip. Did we get that iced? Uh, no, go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, I picked, uh, this is a song everybody will know. And, and so I picked uh, a seminal moment for Van Halen's, the, the one that everybody refers to. Uh, is and I Happy picked, Trails? Uh, no, it's from Man the Cradle. Oh, that's right. Happy Trails don't dive it down. <laughs> Because there's your Eddie solo, iconic. Have you seen Junior's (laughs) Grants? And a great little Dave here, just a little. Yep. That's an organ. What? In the background. That's... And even the iconic, you know, the barrel, 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 barrel. That's Eddie with the organ cranked all the way through the amps and pounding on it with his fist. That's wow. not that's not a guitar. That's an organ grinder. So when it was funny when they did jump and everybody went crazy, like, oh my God, keyboards, you're bringing keyboards into my favorite there's band? Like, there's been keyboards yeah, before. guess what? Women and children, the, one yeah. of the most iconic, the bang, bang, bang in fucking Women and Children's First is, is abs- it's I all keyboards. I know that. Yeah. Yes, sir. They, they just didn't know how to play them until jump. <laughs> <laughs> you turn them up and just pounded like a caveman. <laughs> what do I do? Dang! <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw um, Rob, Rob Sheffield's review in Rolling Stone of the new album, but uh, yep. he, he torturously tries to work in every one of those Dave-like spoken word things. I know Wolfgang's playing is so competent. No one will say, "Have you seen Junior's great?" It's, it's, uh, just, it's, really, bad. Shut it's up. really bad. Bad writer. Yeah. Um, well, for me, from Fair Warning, I took uh, I, I took uh, a, a different sounding song. Well, we didn't talk about well, that Fair was Warning. That, right. yeah, well, sorry. Fair Warning is um, that's my favorite album of all time. It is my. It is absolutely of all time. Music. Not a Van Halen. No, of, of all time. Any of uh, Desert Island discs they talk about and all that kind of stuff. If I if, literally, if you only gave me one, it would be Fair Warning. Well, that Fair Warning is definitely in my top three Van Halen albums. Maybe, number, <laughs> maybe really, maybe it's number not quite one. as impressive as what, what? he just said. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you realize he's going out on a limb. Well, is well, that the one with like a? It's kind of like a Hieronymus Bosch painting. Yes, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. And this is uh, this isn't uh, one of the songs. You, well, I know you know this. Uh, so this is love. Oh, sure. This one is good. Now, when people say there's no good bass playing on <laughs> Van Halen album here, there's ton- you know what on Van yeah. Halen one bass tons of bass yeah. on Van Halen one. When my baby's on the corner and she's looking so fine, one one together. Dave is an amazing voice here. Yes, and Eddie a little restrained. And- yep, and then Alex not restrained. He's. 
Alex is actually uh, beating on a keyboard right here. <laughs> Go pick slide. If you, if you want to hear an amazing version of that, go go to YouTube and find the, the video from Oakland, the 1981 live video of So This Is Love oh, from yeah. Oakland that they showed on MTV, because Eddie, is he's just all over, and he goes into the choruses with these with a three-pick slide. With, <laughs> oh, dude. A couple of shirt, there might be three shirtless Goose people bumps. in that clip, too, right? <laughs> huh? There might be three shirtless guys in that clip, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Alex, uh, Dave, and Eddie, certainly. And Michael Anthony wearing a parka, because he's chubby. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's like, wearing all their shirts. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, you have a you have a couple uh, a couple iconic clips from your I, favorite album of all time. I could have picked Michael uh, Michael Schmidt Van yes, Halen. Sir, I could have picked. Well, the reason I love it so much is um they they this is when they really started to hate Dave. Okay, <laughs> and uh, and Eddie they they, they gave him Dave. fair warning. They certainly <laughs> did. Uh, and so there was actually while the recording of this album was going on, uh, Eddie was going to fire Dave. Um, he he just could not stand him. He couldn't be in. A, he didn't want to be in a room with him anymore. And uh, I think and, that might still go on today. Well, certainly, but but the aggression really comes through in yeah. the guitar throughout the album. Like uh, uh, I didn't pick one foot out the door. The, the last the song that closes the album is one foot out the door, and the solo on it is, is it, it ends the the album ends with like a fucking you know fifty five second crazy solo and you hear it even as it fades into your headphones he goes he just goes fucking insane and he actually was going to fire dave and then he talked to alex about recording with uh different lead singers on each track of the next album yeah uh phil collins pete townsend they were they were going to bring in all these guest vocalists that so eddie this would be a good snl sketch (laughs) what if it was denzel washington (laughs) oh jay phoenix would be happy to get some camera time um so yeah so uh i picked two different here the first one i'm going to go with is uh is the one everybody knows and i don't know which one you picked for me out of unchained because uh, I gave you two possibilities. Um, the uh, the one where the 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 open the, or the iconic the the Dave the, the open. Oh, okay. It's the first one. I, but um, you can say any one. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. They're well, both in here. Oh, it's, all right. Well, the, the, let's do one. Well, I'll do two from Unchained because I think I have three from Fair Warning. Then I have two from Unchained, and uh, and because Unchained is the you know that's kind of the right now if you talk to a Van Halen fan he'd know Unchained a second he heard, yeah. he heard it, and so we'll go with that. The opening is Eddie's one of Eddie's most famous guitar riffs. Nope. Take a look at this. That's okay. This is oh, that's the other clip. I think you have the other one, Pat. Uh, mean Street. Oh, well, I thought. Oh, we're, okay. No, because I, no, I no, hey, Mike. Unchained. Here's here's the experience. Mike, just like sing us that part because you are. <laughs> you are there's such intricate air guitar going on here. He knows every new, nuance yes. of this thing. But like, like, how does that Unchained part go? Uh, well, I screwed up because when I, when I sent Eddie, uh, I sent Pat my email to tell him what to uh-huh. pick. Mm-hmm. I gave him the choice of two from Unchained, and I thought uh-huh. you meant you you picked. I put both. them both in there. Uh, well, no, you picked you two from Fair Warning. So that's oh fine. yeah, I picked two from Fair Warning. That's cool, Sorry. and that's fine. In Unchained, we'll start with Unchained. In uh, uh, that that clip we'll, uh, you just heard is going to play the op- the one I picked originally was also Eddie's opening guitar. But I think this clip says all there is to say about Van Halen because it's got the Eddie little solo, and then it breaks down into a Dave ad lib. And this is a true ad lib. The guy talking to him is Ted Templin, producer of the album. Some leg tonight for sure. Tell us how you do. Come on, Dave. Give me a break. <laughs> hey, 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 one break coming up. Change. Ain't nothing stays the same. Change. Yeah, you hit the ground running. Change. Ain't nothing stays the same. Change. Yeah, you hit the ground running. Change. Ain't nothing stays the same.
and that, that song, I got to play the whole song because it has Dave's fa- my favorite lyric Dave ever wrote, which is "Blue Eyed Murder in a Size Five Dress." That is Mike's favorite lyric. I can tell you that <laughs> because he said, "Fucking uh, God, he, we have no, this is a, this is a ma- <laughs> no because this is a, this is a Mike Schmidt quote, dude. Dave can do no wrong for me with me for the rest of his life because he wrote." Blue-eyed murder in a size five dress. I just said it on my own <laughs> podcast. Because people, people busted my balls about him and this, that. And I go, look, blue-eyed murder in a size five dress. Done. That's it. We're kind of busting your balls now. That's fine. I appreciate it. I don't care. Do you want to uh, play uh, the other song from... Uh, or do you want to jump into... Uh to dive her down. Let's do Fair Warren. I'd love to do this okay. because uh, uh, this is a song called Mean Street and it's another one too where it's a, it got an iconic riff in the beginning for, for Eddie but I picked a part that uh, that I think is uh, uh, and again I'm going to get real philosophical and weird on you here. Uh, it's a breakdown in the song and uh, and Dave gets to talk and he has a lyric and, and as he sings but in the background listen because it's uh, it's a metaphor for the band because as Dave is up front and he's singing he uh, in the back you can hear Eddie's guitar trying to push in <laughs> like it keeps trying it's like this and it gets louder and louder and that uh, it, it's a metaphor for how they felt during the album because then right as dave finishes his line eddie comes in with this evil just this fucking pick slide like neck and it's it's almost like shut the fuck up dave <laughs> gotta be honest didn't expect to learn so much today. <laughs> it's, it's like a learning anecdote. it is so you'll hear eddie keeps trying to ins- see a gun is real easy in this desperate part of town Turns you from louder. This is this is akin to Eddie like holding up bunny ears behind Dave's head. <laughs> louder. <laughs> Just straining to get in. Like a saber tooth tiger came in or something. I know. You just fucking stabbed Dave to death with a fucking C chord. <laughs> This is actually, a lot of people don't know, that's not a guitar, that's a tuba. And he, and he was beating a tuba. Quite a virtuoso. Go ahead. And you're getting a good taste of Alex's drumming, which we haven't even talked about. Alex is a monster. A fucking monster. Well, he's got drums. four bass drums, which is uh, three too many. And, he had, and then he brought in the Super Baratis on, uh, on fucking 1984, just that, that crazy electric thing. He's insane. Uh, we're we're going to move on to, uh, we don't have to talk about 1984, right? What are we doing, Diver Down? We'll go to Diver Down, and then we'll then we'll keep. Let's jump ahead pretty quick. Okay, whatever your show, because um, Diver Down, that's uh, the Diver Down album is is a tricky one for me. It's got uh, it's got what four four or five cover tunes. It's a weak effort. It's got two instrumental. It's only got four original Van Halen songs. But that's also some of the bleed over from them hating each other, hating Dave. Yeah. For fair warning, the, being in the studio yeah. with him was rough. And this is you know Eddie. Now is spending a lot more time at fifty one fifty on his own, and Dave came in with all these cover tunes because Dave was he was yep. touring the world with the Jungle Studs, so he wanted nothing to do with recording at that point, and they had to get an album out. And they uh, and so they recorded "Oh Pretty Woman," and it did so well that the that the Warner Brothers said we need an album. Yeah, and they didn't even want to do an album, and so they threw together. But there is there is if you had to pick one highlight from the Diver Down album that an original song by Van Halen, it is this one, one of Mike's picks, and I stand by it. Little guitars. Oh, yeah. And this this clip is everything too. The Dave sing song and the yep. guitar in the background, the great drum, the beat. Background vocals. Exactly what the 
One thing about uh, I'm sorry, Pat. Uh, no, go ahead. The uh, about Diver Down is that uh, uh, in the iPod era, like there's that phenomenon where um, songs that have always been married together get uh, unmarried. Oh yeah, like. Uh, we are the champions. We will rock you, mm-hmm. and so different pairs of things. And right. uh, I remember once on my iPod, I heard uh, "Intruder" into uh, Mambo Number no. Five. Instead, of, <laughs> oh, uh, wow. it worked. That's it, funny because it, it separates "Little Guitars" the intro from "Little Guitars" oh, right, the song. Right, right. Yeah, it's yeah, got that right. little that Eddie. But yeah, the Intruder intro into "Oh Pretty Woman" yeah. is is fantastic. It is. And uh, if you want to see a great clip of "Little Guitars" and and great clip of Van Halen mm-hmm. as Van Halen was frozen in time, go to YouTube and Google 1982 Largo Van Halen. And uh, no, actually, I think it's '83. Whatever. Just just do Largo Van Halen little guitars, and it's them on stage mm-hmm. from the Diver Down tour. And Dave looks amazing, and it's and just Eddie's Brian playing. playing everything. Got <laughs> <laughs> some loops, and then it goes over here. It's, and I actually own Apple. You own Apple's off the drum piano for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> She's only three years old. It's weird. <laughs> it's a great clip because they're, the the vocals are a little off, but it's just it captures them kinetically perfectly on stage. It's it's a great a great clip. Uh, we could talk about 1984, but we're not going to because y- you know Panama, you know Hot for Teacher, you know Jump. Uh, I don't think 1984, even though it sold 10 million albums, I don't think it's a, a great Van Halen album. Uh, well, it's, it's that same thing where I, I like the deep cuts. You know right. what I mean? It's like they're now playing Girl Gone Bad on the, yeah. on the latest tour, which is great. But, right. uh, but I mean, those songs are great, iconic, yeah. brilliant songs. But they're the ones for me and you. Yeah. The, you know, they brought the mainstream audience along. Right. And you and I are like, well, you know, you're playing in a simple rhyme, which yeah. those people would go, what the hell is that? Yeah. I mean, if Van Halen toured and played just music from the first four albums, done. Oh, I'd go crazy. Um so then in 86, we're going to fly through this really quickly. Uh, Sammy Hager comes in, and uh, Van Halen is such a polarizing band that people, uh, you're either like Mike and me, and you like Van Halen no matter what who's singing with them. Uh, you might like someone better, but you still don't discount all the eras. But some people hated Sammy, and some people uh, hate Dave. They still and, hate Sammy. And, yeah, and, and what they have to realize is Sammy... Uh, expanded uh, them as musicians, kind of, or songwriters. It's amazing that you have three guys... Mm who essentially were in two completely different yep. bands. Yeah. Just by bringing in a different singer and the right. influence that the singers brought changed their approach. Eddie started writing. Yep. You know, he was going this way in 84 where he was writing more singles anyway. Right. But then when Sammy came aboard, all of his his instincts to write those kind of songs yeah. came out and he had a collaborator right. who was willing to do it with him. So Just, he wrote a lot more uh, keyboard and, and single-driven yeah. music. And the Sammy songs, they're... they're Verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, verse, chorus. They're, they're a traditional songwriting, and Dave doesn't write a traditional song, for better or for worse. But they well, had Dave f- came in, and they said, here's what we've got, and he would match lyrics to it. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's, he never really... So, he wasn't a musician. Sammy was a musician. And a songwriter. And he, and, right, and he could sit with them and do that. So they, uh, they had f- all the Sammy albums went to number one, and... Uh, Maybe brought in the ladies when Sammy was there because he could sing a slower tune or two. I think the ladies came in in '84 because the, of Jump and stuff oh, like that's that. True. And, and that's then, true. That's uh, true. They then, stuck around, right? And then more ballads and singles and things like that. It, it just they lent themselves to more of a pop air, and that's going right. to bring more of a female audience on board. But this is probably the first time we heard a Sammy Hager Van Halen uh, era, I'm sure. And this is why can't this be love? Just a little taste of it. This does not sound like Dave era Van Halen, and yet. I get a chill when I hear this song. Of course. Well, because you can't... I mean, Eddie's Eddie. I yeah. mean, you just... You can't... Eddie and, and Alex's drum sound, You could, they could play anything. They play in church and you'd know them. That's all we have to hear. And then people, That's a great song. And then when people tell me... and People always say, like, well, they, they whipped out when Sammy was there with ballads and stuff. But play... This is from the last Sammy Hager album. This is... 
Don't tell me what love can do And tell me if this isn't heavy Listen to that evil guitar riff <laughs> Have you ever heard this song, Gary? I never have That's because it was 95 And by then no one was listening to Van Halen <laughs> But still went platinum It's yeah, and, and it was still a number one album I had blue hair at this time That's cool I just wanted to hear that evil guitar it's funny, because uh, I, I, I I thought of picking some Sam, yeah. but I, I just, in my head, I went, I, I, yeah, well, if I'm only getting six, I'm, I'm right. picking and then, Dave. Right, and, and we're going to talk about the new album, which is all Dave, and Dave's in our heads right now, but I do want to, the worst period of Van Halen now. Well, well, can we talk with Sammy one more second? Yeah, sure. Right now is a fantastic song. Like, I almost picked it, because it's such... Oh, I have it in here. Yeah, it's such a... Go ahead. Yeah. Ugh. I got to be honest, right now is... Might be my favorite Van Halen song. Yeah. I, 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 when I was picking, when, yeah, I, when I, I was sitting down to pick, I went, "How do you skip this? This is a, it's a, because this. Listen to this. Does this sound like Van Halen to anybody? No, no. But the second the drum and the guitar starts, you go, "Oh yeah, that's Van Halen." Yeah. It's just amazing how no matter what they do, the second they kick in in the pocket, you're like, "Yeah, that's them." And you hear that keyboard? Not that's not a piano. What? Nope. <laughs> what is that? Xylophone. Really? <laughs> yep. They're hitting it with a trumpet. I, you know what? Whenever Van Halen plays a xylophone, this, you know immediately it's them playing a xylophone. <laughs> then here we go. This is how you know. It's Van Halen. It is. It is such a good. It's a great song. It really. And and Sammy's vocal is like restrained on it. It's it's really good until he has to wail. It's it's great. It's a great song. So here we go, folks. The worst period to be a Van Halen fan. Ninety <laughs> six through. God, I, through through 2003, it just it's terrible. It's uh, they release a best, they, they kick Sammy out. They released the best of. They tease us by bringing Dave onto the American Music Awards, right? Was it? Was yes. that it? And two of Dave's. There's two Dave songs on the best of. Yeah. One of which you can really hear Dave's limitations start. Yes. Yes. And Me Wise Magic because they're trying to make him sing like Sammy. They're trying right. to make him go high, and he's not that guy yep. anymore. But they also include a song called "Can't Get This Stuff No, no More," which would have been and home I, and on I, the first. Four and I have albums. both of these. Play me okay. Me Wise Magic first, and then go into "Can't Get This Stuff No More." Oh, thank God. I was worried we were going to get through this whole thing without me wise magic. Uh, <laughs> hey, the, the music is, again, the music is fantastic because it's Eddie and Alex. But then, uh, listen, the f- here we go. Yeah, the music's great. But then here we go, Limit, Limited Dave. Why well, are you going to play Limited Dave? That's Well, that's still Dave. That's in his lower register. Yeah, his lower register sing-speaking thing. But then he's going to go. Oh, it's a mess. When Helium Dave kicks in, everything goes to hell. Yeah. Yeah. So, but there is, can't get this stuff no more is great. That was Dave trying to triple Lindy and missing the middle board. <laughs> this is fantastic. This is a great song. And the vocals, the background vocals, right here. I almost picked this song. That's the thing about Little Eddie Riff. Yeah, that's a great one. And when I heard that one, dude, I, I ran around my apartment in Naperville just going, <laughs> oh, they're back 
it's back, they're back. But they're I not. went on stage at the, at the Funny Bone, and I said, you guys can heckle me all you want because Van Halen's back. I don't care. I literally said that. Oh, and they were back two <laughs> years later <laughs> with Gary Sharon. And I got to tell you, I listened to, to Van Halen 3 this week. There are not many good moments, but but this... Can I ask good, you before we go to that? Yeah. Can we just deal with the Grammy thing really quick? About how it looked like it was going to happen, yep. and uh, and I, I was so excited. How excited were, were you? Happy when it looked like it was going to happen in '96? Yes, when they got together with Dave, when those two songs came out, and then they did the Grammys, mm-hmm. and they stood there on the stage, and you could see how much they hated Dave. Still, yeah, Dave how was much they hated jittering him. around like an idiot, he's shaking around. Well, he was so happy to be back in the spotlight, at people, and, and, and they're just embarrassed. Yeah, it was. They were so they hated him. They were and they're standing aside, away from him. You could see it. It was almost like he came out dressed as sideshow Bob. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. How, how they could not. Uh, well, I was watching it, and I, and I knew then. I went, "This isn't. This is never going to happen." Yeah, he, I, I'm surprised they don't beat him to I, death right now. I think we know at the time they already knew that he was. They knew. Yeah, yeah. Because they had this guy and uh, Gary Sharon from from Extreme. This is the. And this, this video was where we got the first clip of, of Crazy Eddie yeah. wearing fingerless gloves and like a fucking car parka. <laughs> well, they, and, were, they were in the Fortress of Solitude. They, yeah, that's that's they were. <laughs> and, uh, I think with Gary Sharon, I think their thinking was, here's a guy that can sing the Dave stuff and sing the Sammy stuff, and hopefully we can create new music that people will accept. They did a special for MTV. People did not accept it. Yeah, with Gary Chiron, with Chiron, they did a special for MTV called Live at the Ten Spot uh-huh. uh, to, to you know kick off the new album. And on it, uh, Eddie plays Mean Streets. Yeah. And he plays Unchained. Yeah. And you can see how happy he is to be playing yep. that music again. He's so happy. And then uh, you know Gary comes out dressed like Harley Quinn and leaps <laughs> around in circles. <laughs> <Yeah>. And, <laughs> and I, I actually have a song from Live at the Ten Spot. This is Ain't, uh, Gary singing Ain't Talking About Love. What? I like Gary Sharon, but with Van Halen, it doesn't he, always work. Seemed, he should be holding a skull and singing to it. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't work. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it just, it, for some reason, it didn't work. Yeah, yeah so it then, was bad. So then we got a six. And, but, but at the same time, I talked myself into loving it. I know I mean, you I, did. I, I sat there. I'm like, we I, went to see that tour. We did. We For free. We, or we picked Alex tickets Van to Halen lot. played in a neck brace. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so all, awful. All good drummers do. <laughs> what if uh, what if you're Gary Sharon and you, and you and you get that call? I guess you got to take it. I guess you got to like I, yeah. I guess you know, yeah. I mean, even though like uh, hey, do, you know, do you want to be in one of the greatest bands? Like he's he's coming out like he still like has a little bit of extreme heat on him. Sure. And he said, I'm sure he said, this is going to be awesome. I'm right. work with those they, guys they and write with those was. guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, there there is some merit. Some of the album is good. It's yeah. Holds up, like the the song you just played was the single, and that holds up. Uh, I actually few, few of those songs hold very up. much so. Yeah, it's, it's it has a very generic feel which they never had before. And you that's know because I, mean? I think Gary came in and, and it wasn't Eddie writing with another guy. It was Eddie calling all the shots, basically telling Gary, "You're going to do this." Here's what we're doing. Uh, and when they did it with Dave, Dave would fight back, and that's why they wanted yeah. to fucking murder him. But J- Gary was just happy to be there, right? Uh, so then six years pass, and they say, "All right, we still don't want to work for, with that lunkhead Dave." Yeah, 
And at maybe this time, we should cover. You know, Dave is out touring at that time. And yeah. Dave is doing these things. He's uh, he's doing bluegrass. I mean, he's he's, he's trying to reinvent anything. himself a thousand he's doing different a ways. Vegas show. He's doing anything he could possibly to do and except this, get hair plugs. Is this when he's also a, a, a paramedic? Uh, that's yeah, in the he, interval. He's yeah, EMT. Yeah, okay. he's yeah. doing everything. But there is a misconception. Is everybody's like, oh, Dave's broke, and that's why he's doing he's all those things. Broke. No, Dave is fucking rich. He's filthy, disgusting rich. Like his family was a heart surgeon. He lives in a mansion in Pasadena. Yes, forever. Live in Beverly Hills. He lives in Pasadena. He came from money initially i mean the guy's got and, and so he didn't do these things because i mean he did things he's a fucking ham that's right. why he did these things <laughs> so one more clip and then we're going to get into the new album this will be a long show if that's okay matt a little bit longer than normal nope okay <laughs> we're done <laughs> uh, so, rock solid what's the theme song rock so, solid. Uh, six, six years passed they say let's get back to dave no yeah. we can't work with him yet all right let's get sammy back in and they record three new tunes and, and they do a reunion tour now before you do that tell, tell talk a little bit about sammy because you read the book so you've yeah. got some full-on history on this on this particular era and what happened oh well, they don't want michael back right and sammy goes well i'm not doing it without michael because it's not a reunion if we he don't forces do it them michael. to take an original member of the band right. back who right. they were going to get rid of right and michael doesn't play actually michael only plays bass on three songs on van halen three and he doesn't play on any of these new tracks on uh on the best of both worlds and this is uh, this is a song called it's about time and the best of both worlds is their second greatest hits yeah like within uh yeah. five years or yeah. four years and, and they don't include any gary sharon era nope. uh but this is a uh, and these lyrics are kind of like about what was happening uh, with this reunion it's a, but again that sounds great turn 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 Last time, wrong time. Outside, out of line, buddy. Even though you don't want Mike in the band, we're going to let it shine. That's still a great fucking song. Paint it red on black. That's Eddie's original guitar. And then, of course, that's a Sammy. Oh, hell yeah. Kill it because right now I'm looking over at Gary. Gary has tied himself up and he's, actually, he's putting duct tape on his own mouth. Well, it's funny. So, you read the book. How did Sammy feel coming back after he saw them on stage with Dave? At the, you know, they had replaced him already and then just went, Ah, oh, this guy's a fucking idiot. Hey, Sammy. Sammy loved being in Van Halen, according to his book, loved being in Van Halen. Doesn't discount working with them again in the future. But, and, but he said Eddie just was not. In good shape. Well, we'll get into that, that with, with the new album. I want to talk a little bit about. Was that. the source of the tension? It was all personalities with Dave. It was all like, or was I it, think so. And I guess uh, Eddie's. You Dave, know, wanted, some, be, Dave wanted to be a movie right? star. Uh, not only that, but also Eddie. Uh, I, Eddie got a little resentful because Dave was the. Uh, they were making Dave. The, the star mm. and he, you know the LSD lead singer disease is what Eddie mm. used to call it the band's called the Van band's name Van Halen Roth. you know it's not called Roth and he used to say that yeah and, uh, and it was uh, you know Eddie's problem was with the media who grabbed onto the outsized personality uh, and and he was like well fuck it's not his band it's a band and, and my band because my name's on it but unfortunately you know he was a, a, a smoking misfit who wanted to just create music and yeah. he didn't want to go out to red carpet stuff and do that sort of thing he was just a He's a little Dutch kid who, you know, <laughs> got to know how to play guitar. Stick you know? his fingers hey, in some dikes and call it a day. He just, he, just wanted to, he just wanted to stay home, take it one day at a time. Oh, <laughs> hey, Valerie. Now. So, um, Gary, you've you've heard you 
you're the outsider on this conversation. Yeah. You've heard a different kind of truth. You actually texted me. What did you text me this week? <laughs> I, I, I was like begrudging, like, God damn it, this is really good. I was like, I, was, <laughs> I know. I, I had such like appallingly low expectations. I thought yes. it was going to be, I thought it was going to be like, me wise magic plus fifteen years of extra wear and tear. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be embarrassing. This is going to be right. horrible. And n- not only is it like not embarrassing, not only is it is it like competent. It's exceptional. It's 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 like really uh, just like 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 fun listening because of uh, of of all the uh, the reasons Mike mentioned uh, musically. But uh, I'm just but because. David Lee Roth is a man of science. He's a philosopher. Right. <laughs> There's things on his mind, and and I think I, that's why I think it's uh, uh, good that they they kicked off with uh, tattoo because I was thinking about like. Um, when the average person gets a tattoo, for like a lot of working class people, this is like the big interaction, and the uh, that they have with art in their life. Right. It's like you know, uh, you know, and and like that's their big moment of self reflection right. in their life, and you know, self examination. Like, what would sum up me best? And you know, and so I think I think that's what this album is about to me. Is uh, you know, take a look at yourself, dog. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and and I, and I think uh, and and uh, and I love that. I was I was sold for sure on that bit about. Uh, where he's uh, in tattoo, where he talks about the uh, his uncle being in the in the union. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. When's the last time like you've heard any sort of like positive progressive message about unions? Like especially <laughs> right. in this. And when he's when he says uh, you, uh, uh, used to fight for the union, some of us still do. Yes. I was like I was like, hey. Why am I feeling something from the guy who said that he's got his back against a record machine? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I was, uh, I was very impressed, and uh, uh, I'll just, uh, I have, I have notes on all the songs. Okay. I'll, I'll uh, jump in like whenever uh, you guys and want to talk about. I this. will say about the album mm-hmm. because I, this is how I was. I, I had low expectations. I heard, I heard the thirty second, ninety second clips. I didn't dig those clips, and I have to tell you, this is an album that you have to put in and you have to listen from start to finish. The 30-second clips aren't doing the song justice, and they've made an album. They've made an album. I don't jump around in this album. I put it on. I listen from the beginning until the end. And even though I think the last two songs are not my favorites, Beats Working and Big River, I would have ended the album at Stay Frosty. I uh, can't believe I said Stay Frosty. And uh, <laughs> and I'm not uh, in country when I'm saying that. <laughs> um, but uh, this is... this. To, is a great album, Mike. Is it a great album? Uh, well, look, I'm I'm predisposed to like it. As I mentioned, I liked Van Halen three. I mean, I, I told myself that <laughs> okay. I was going to like that. Okay, this um, this is it, we'll just we'll just compare it to the Dave albums. This ranks in the top. It's better than 1984. It's better than Diver Down. Uh, this this album is an astonishing achievement. It is for 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 what they've been through. For uh, and and here's and getting back to Sammy, uh-huh. um, you know they went on the last tour with Sammy right. and Eddie was it, it, a mess. He was yeah dilapidated. I mean he a was a homeless person. He was wearing shoes with holes. Teeth in them. falling out. His teeth were fucked up. What he was had that hair crazy, thing? What would he do? Put with his hair? Put it up. He in put the, it like a, a Gene Simmons top knot. <laughs> yeah. It's when the top. And, and what did Sammy say? Sammy says in his book he goes. The shows would be going great, and then Eddie would step off stage, and he would come back with his hair up in that top knot, and Mike and I would look at each other and go, "Yeah, oh, here we go. <laughs> we, we went. We saw them on that tour, yeah, and, and we saw Eddie try to, and struggle to get through musical pieces that he had always played. He actually, And you could see it was weird. 
he he tried to play the opening of Women in Love, which I almost picked as a clip here. It's mm-hmm. on Van Halen too, and it's mo- my one of my top five favorite Eddie Van Halen guitar things. It, it opens the song Women in Love, and he was he was desperately trying to find it on stage, yeah. and he, you could almost see there was a little nugget, uh, you know, this, there was still a a, a, a pinhole of light right. that Eddie was looking through and going, I can do this, I can still do this, and then he would try to do it on stage in front of you, and you could see him falling down like a like a you know baby deer trying to walk yeah. i mean it was awful to watch and when you're paying 150 dollars a ticket that's not fun to watch you're not trying to watch a guy practice no uh and and you and but he had so much love built up at the audience that people were willing to let him do that and kind of convince yourself like i did with van halen right. three well he kind of he kind of almost played it you know what i mean just this weird right. it's like judy willing, garland at, yeah, uh, carnegie yeah, exactly yeah. you're trying to accept it for what it was and go well this is what i have of him All now right. and 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 you love him but to hear and i think sammy came out with the book and he called them booze-addled corpses. Yes, and he, said he compared them to Grey Gardens. He's brilliant. I mean, he said he said the two of Alex and Eddie. But not are Alex. Just, he says Alex has been clean and sober since '88 or whatever. Okay, but he said they would sit in that room like Grey, and, and just smoke. And, and Eddie would just sit in that dilapidated, falling apart mansion, and uh, and he was surrounded by decay. Yeah. So he couldn't help but decay himself, and he was he was really abusing himself. Yeah. And then, you know, he, Valerie and he split. Yep. And then he married Jane Lazuski, and and she became their publicist, and she helped him get cleaned Don't up. Don't give Lazuski any credit. <laughs> <laughs> Told you never to bring that fucking Lazuski up on this show. <laughs> he, uh, uh, everybody else says Val. Valerie even says it. That well, well, it's what he needed to help him find himself. Well, let's get in. Let's get into what Mike, Gary, and Pat love. Gary, give me a song, and I think see if I have it queued up. Okay, I uh, am going to pick. You know what? Uh, you kind of slagged this one off, so I know you didn't pick Beats Working. I didn't. I don't have it. Okay, that's okay. Uh, how about a little bit of? Uh, well, um, Stay Frosty. You know, it's kind of like it's got that kind of Ice Cream Man does. Uh, novelty song thing, but then it gets. But then things get real. Things do get real. Go ahead, Stay Frosty. Stay Frosty in a world without him. Stay Frosty like that ancient model said. Don't want him to get you go. Don't show him where it's yet. That's just what I did. Stay Frosty. What? Woo! If you don't want him to get your goat, don't show him where it's hit. Shit, I know. <laughs> Pat Francis. The clips don't do it justice. Now, some clips. <laughs> I know. Well, well, but we but we got to choose where we wanted it to, to be, and we've been talking about it. Um, wait, so, Mike, which is the song where you said, I told you I'd be back? Uh, which one is Blood it? and Fire. Oh, let, let's hear yeah. Blood and Fire. Uh, Dave sounds great. Yes. Until he says boom. Boom. <laughs> Eddie. Little siren. Again, it is it is amazing. This album is unbelievable because I really think he he read the Sammy book. You know, and like I said, he's in there. There was a part of Eddie right. that was still wanted to. And when he the Sammy thing woke him up, and and he went, "Fuck this! 
I'm Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. I, I, and it's all over this album. I read that, the Sammy book and I said that to myself. Yeah. Fuck this. I'm Eddie Van Halen. That is, it's all over this album. You hear him and even the live clips on YouTube, he's reproducing everything perfectly and it's and, and it's astonishing. It's a, I cannot explain to you how he climbed out. It's like a, a zombie not only climbed out of the grave to eat brains, but then returned to its former job and was great at it. Had a it. nice salad and then just... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing the transformation that it actually, he came back to life and and then went back in time 25 years. All right, look, man, I'm tired of you and your blues. <laughs> How about that? Good. Nicely done. I tell you what I'm getting rid of next. Like rock. Uh, now, this is an original, too, because a lot of the stuff on the album is, is repurposed music. Yeah. Vocals. I wish there was a little more of this. Kind of, yeah. you know, melody. Melodies. Like yeah. Yeah. But I think because of that, when it's there, you'll really appreciate it. Yes, Listen to the do. vocal. And everybody thought with Michael gone, they couldn't do that. I'm sure it worked. They took really hard work to do it. I still miss Michael because even though they're doing it, there is a little bit of highness. A well, Dave, bit is, Dave is taking the Michael part. And yeah. there's something unseemly just about a young kid like hanging around with these old people. Like, you know, you should listen to Skrillex. You know, <laughs> it's like, it's embarrassing. It's your dad and everything. <laughs> but maybe that's the hipster part of the band now that you enjoy, Gary, the young uh, hip. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, when Wolfgang, we saw the tour, uh, the last tour they did when they got back together with Dave. Cause it's funny because this everybody's like, oh, they're back together with Dave. You know, they did a year and a half on the road with Dave in 2007, 2008. Yep. And Wolfie was on bass and he looked... Scared. Uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah he, he was a kid. In, you know, like in, uh, when you have a bunny in a cage and you keep it in your house. <laughs> that's what he looked like. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and you jam a bass in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he looked, but he would, he would always look to his dad. You could actually see him like looking for help almost. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and Dave would, Eddie would assure him, and, and his uh, dad said, "Hick." Yeah, <laughs> glug, glug, glug. no, he wasn't that bad on that tour. In the beginning, he had a problem. And then he wa- he went off yeah. the road, and he's been clean since he went to that rehab. Um, but now, on uh, you see Wolfie, and he's grown up. And he's really good. Well, he's I mean, he's 17, really good. Now he's 21, 22. So. And, and if you see the clips again on YouTube, any of the stuff from the side, his side of it, because they're encouraging people to tape everything. And you, and you listen to the bass and you see him play and you're like, holy shit, he holds his own and he's, he's good. He brings something to it. it. He's not just there. He's really good. So this is it, guys. We're wrapping it up. All right. Do I get my clip? What's your clip? Uh, Chinatown. You gave me the album early. Right. Okay. Uh, I, I, I wanted to hear it. I was and so excited way, to hear it. And by the way, for Mike, Mike wanted to hear this album so bad. I had the album like three days early. I almost had to kidnap him and drag him to my house to pick it up. No, you, you got the album on Saturday night, and I couldn't get it Saturday night. And then you were like, well, come get it Sunday. And I, uh, unfortunately, I have a, a horrible schedule. So I'm like, well, come look, I guess I have to wait till Tuesday. But I made him come get it, and he, it does not disappoint. Well, I sat in the car. Well, so, all right. So he made me come get it in the very parking lot where we're sitting now. We're right. not in the parking lot, but in the same building. And uh, I threw it in the car. And uh, the Yelmi. Whoa, 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 whoa! That's not the way you treat a gift. No, no, I, I threw it in the CD player. Oh, oh, oh all right, okay. thanks, Pat. And uh, and Tattoo is the opening song. I skipped it immediately. And I should tell you that since I've got the new album, I have not listened to Tattoo once. Well, that's because we heard, we've heard it. Right, for the weeks album weeks starts prior. for me at, at she's, she's the, the woman, woman, which is the second song. So she's the one played. Now she, she, she's the woman is an old man and healing song. I have it on the zero sessions, that, which Pat yeah, also Gary, gave me. Gary, I think talked about, about this. that. And uh, it sounds like they're saying she's the wombat. I wish I kind of wish they were saying that. <laughs> she's the wombat. Well, they, you know what? Actually, don't say it. Because Dave might have. Ch- he'll say it first of all on stage now at some yeah. point, uh-huh. and he may have changed it to where. 
because uh, they they you know Big River used to be Big Trouble, uh-huh. uh, and uh, you know Beats Working was I believe uh, put out the lights. I mean, it's right. like you know they repurposed the music, and it's so funny that people were angry about that when in reality he wrote this music, so it's okay for him to use it. Right. Blood and Fire was a song called Ripley from the soundtrack to The Wildlife, right? Uh, and it's amazing. It was an amazing. And bands piece are probably the- repurposing stuff all the time. Yes, so yes. just because so they they admit to it. Well, if you listen to She's the Woman, you will hear the Mean Streets breakdown. He changed it a little bit, but they they he stripped She's the Woman for parts when he wrote Mean Streets. <laughs> but then he he brings She's the Woman back and he changes the breakdown a little bit, but you can absolutely hear that you can hear the Mean Streets in it. So I'm going to I'm going to give you 3 choices and you choose one to play out, but right, I'm going to thank the silent partner oh, Matt, Matt, Matt Belknap. Oh, uh, Pat, can I can, yes. I can I have the uh, playout song on this since I haven't You I haven't, want the playout song? I've, yeah, I haven't contributed that much, but let's hear can let's I do hear my clip. No, no, no. We're def- out of, dude, we're, we're 15 minutes past what we usually do No, no, show. let's let's, okay. let's hear Mike's thing, you know, and then and then we'll we'll uh, hear, okay. hear my thing. Thanks to Gary Mike, yeah. uh, the Van Halen aficionado. Thanks for thanks for being here. Thanks for filling in all the gaps for us. Shout out to Jamie Parker from Colorado. Uh, that's between him and me, and you guys don't even fucking know why. Giveaway. Uh, we got a give. Oh yeah, we got a quick giveaway. I got a brand new copy, still sealed, of Van Halen: A Different Kind of Truth. And that's just the regular edition, right? It's the deluxe edition what? includes the DVD with the uh, with the downtown sessions. And uh, uh, here's what I want you to do: email me at pat at popculturebeast.com. I want you to give me the two uh, Doobie Brothers relationships when it comes to Van, Van Halen. Uh, I'll take the first 10 correct answers. No Doobie stepbrothers. Nope. The Doobie brother connection, two of them, uh, in relationship to Van Halen. I'll take the first 10. From those 10, I will reach into a hat and pull out something, and I'll send this to you. Um, Mike? You want to play something, and then Gary, you, what yeah. do you want to end with, Gary? I'm, uh, it's a surprise, but yeah, let's hear Mike's thing. Okay, Mike. Uh, I, just, I just, let me complete this thought. You Uh-oh. gave me the album, I got in yes. the car, I played She's the Woman, which played through, and then I heard Chinatown. Okay. And, and it opens up with this, this, I mean, when I heard the guitar, that when it opened up, I went, oh, oh my God, because I had heard it on clips on YouTube, and yeah, right. they had the 30 seconds, but it started to play, and it's so aggressive and so heavy, and you're like, these guys are 60. How are they in the pocket on that? How are they this good? <laughs> Don't you ever say in the pocket again unless I, I, you're because it's talking true. about jazz. I, I, I have to say it. And, and, and so I'm in my car listening to this song, and I'm listening to Chinatown, and then it gets to this clip, which is the solo breakdown, and, uh, and it, you can go ahead and play it, and I'll talk a little bit over it. So this is playing, and I'm in my car, driving, amazed. And it's like, oh, running start, because you hear Eddie's like, fifty-eight years old. It's what they do, man. His guitar sounds like a fucking Atari. <laughs> Listen. And then what's this? What is he doing here? <laughs> and this hits the silence. And I just went, ha ha! That's I don't want to burst your bubble, Mike, but that is not a guitar. It actually is an Atari. Really? He's playing yes. an Atari. Yep, a 2600. That's right. They're, they're beating it. They're playing. A, they have an Atari, and they took a banjo, and they played croquet <laughs> in their front yard with it. That solo uh, bit plays, and it goes into that silent, that's just the dead stop. And in my car, I just went, <laughs> I, I laughed. I couldn't stop. I, oh, my God. I could not. It was astonishing. Astonishing. Okay. I just want to tell everyone that, that Mike and I, 
uh, I know we're recording today, but even if we're not recording, Mike and I have this conversation on the phone for two hours oh, yeah. once a year. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, Mike, thanks for being here today. Mike, thank we you love for, your, great. Your, your, your passion. is passion. Thank, I, I, you know what? I've wanted to talk about the album on my show. <laughs> I know. Weeks, and I, mean, I, I wouldn't let you. Because, yeah, because I wanted to come here. And that's why. So oh. thank you for letting me say that part because it was so important. That's my first impression of the album in the car. And I just laughed. I, I just was so happy. And I was 16. And, and the whole... <laughs> And the whole album again. I can't stress enough. Beginning to end is fantastic. I know you say beats working and and, uh, and big river. Yeah, those, I, I don't great. care. For, I don't care for those that much. But but they're still good. But, but when you hear Bullethead, as is as is the best song on the album. And it, it's there's a you want to hear Dave Swagger along with Amazing Music. I'm sorry, I know. But it, it, in the middle of it, Dave says there's a thing where he goes. Uh, uh, he actually says, "All right, this next verse is really going to confuse things. Yeah, Let's try to stay focused." Mm-hmm. And then it goes into this fucking breakdown, this evil fast chugga chugga. Oh my god, it's so good. As is is so great. The album is fantastic. Thanks the for having great. me. God, Gary. Uh, so uh, final words. Uh, thanks again to Mike. And just as they do on uh, you know when the when the president gives. State of the Union, the uh, the fucking Mitch McConnell's got to come out or somebody and give the uh, opposing viewpoint for the constituents of the newer rock. This is uh, we're not going to hear you know from these fifty eight year old geezers on this last song. This is from another reunion album that came out uh, early this year from uh, a, a spry youngster of fifty five years old, uh, Robert Pollard, guided by voices uh, from their uh, big comeback album with the original classic lineup. Let's go eat the factory. This is Donut for a Snowman. Thank you so much for listening. You've earned this. Gary. <laughs> That's actually guitar. <laughs> Starts off the day with a crispy cream donut as sweet as life can get. Runs out to play with the promising uncles who promise her a pet. She likes the good humor man. She likes his song.